0: as entrepreneurs we all want to make a difference we want to make a huge difference and once we've nailed the client experience whether it's a product it's manufacturing or professional services we want to reach out go from one to many and i'll tell you i've got an individual a really remarkable entrepreneur uh, who has shown me (laughs) an amazing way to use social media and the tools around all the internet. Uh, He's a great example for us and he's here today to really share with us how you, an already successful entrepreneur, can use those same tools. Alex Icon is, again, a remarkable entrepreneur. He has been very successful with his wife on YouTube. They have millions of followers. And we're going to talk about their business, Luxie Hair, that they have. In addition, I didn't even know this, uh, but uh, one of my favorite books of all times, it's a journal. It's a five-minute journal. Many of you are using it. Uh, Alex is a co-founder of that, as well as he's got a new Kickstarter campaign coming out. It is out, and I've already signed up for it, Alex. uh, Productivity Planner. I mean, he is one of the most effective young entrepreneurs out there, and he's here with us today to help you be even more successful. Stay tuned. I'm John Bowen, AES Nation. We're all about accelerating your success. Ordinary success. No way. You want amazing, remarkable, exceptional breakthroughs. Dig deep, think bold, drive hard, watch yourself soar beyond your dreams. AESnation.com. Alex, I am so excited to have you here. You and I met at Jason Gennard's Mastermind Talk, uh, sat down at a round table, and you and your wife were kind enough to share with us some of your secrets, and it was like, I was blown away with how much success you have had. Uh, so, congratulate and and continue to. I mean, the difference you're making in the world.
1: Oh, thank you so much, John. I'm really happy to be here and just to say how we do it. Well,
0: let, let's just, you know before we dive in, because I mean, you've you've got a a four part formula for success that you share, and, and it's it's really powerful. And we're going to give not only the the formula, but how you can actually make it happen. But I want to go at the backstory, story, and uh, Alex, uh, you caught a video not that long ago that you have on the internet As a matter of fact, I'm gonna pull it up just real quick uh, in a second sure. to show them but you know, why don't you tell you a little your backstory? Oh uh,
1: sure, yeah, well, Jason, who you said you've been to his event uh we where we both had mastermind talks uh, Jason has always been pushing me to tell my backstory because I have this really, I guess, preppy image that a lot of people think I come from wealth, from money, from a very secure background, but it's not the reality. So um, I come from immigrant parents. My parents immigrated from Russia when I was about nine years old to Canada. I initially thought I was coming to the United States because that's the land of opportunity, but instead I saw a, a Canadian flag with Maple Leaf, I'm like, what's going on, and we're not in the US. But regardless, it was still a great land of opportunity and I had to make the best of it. And uh, my parents surely divorced, so I was I was really raised by a single mother and um, it was a very tough upbringing because my mom, you know, she couldn't provide for us, so she had to work factory jobs. So a lot of times growing up as a teenager, I was alone. and also. Um, although my stepfather who came into my life a little later on, he wasn't there for a long time either because he passed away shortly. And then shortly after, you know, my parents actually got back together and then my father passed away as well. So there was a lot of, you know, loss and tragedy, tragedy really in my life there. in those early pivotal stages, especially not having kind of the father figure uh, in my life and um, it, was, it was tough, I think, for a lot of people growing up. However, at the same time, it probably really shaped me to become the person that I am today and allowed me to really have the strength and, and the will and the independence to be able to be at the stage where I'm at today. And uh, I, I guess the, 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 the whole thing to my backstory is I've always had to look for ways how to look for positivity in the bad right? Because you can really go two ways. You can really, when obstacles or challenges come into your life, you can really look at them and say, um, there's these clouds over me and I'm this unlucky person. You create this. Or you can choose to look at it a different way like I have and see what good or, you know, how can I use this in a, a more beneficial way? And the way I've done is, you know, what has allowed me to even go over grief just in the beginning is really uh, gratitude, meaning even having gratitude to understand that I'm lucky enough as a person, I'll say, at that young age to even have had a father for, let's say, 16, 17 years of age, age of my life, because a lot of people don't even have fathers. And those kind of mind shifts um, have allowed me to really see the power of gratitude and how it can really help us to have a different outlook on life, which has led to creating products, let's say, like the Five Minute Journal, and also looking at, how we can also help just other people in general, but all in all, I guess from the background is it's pure immigrant story. Uh, not having a lot of support from parents, uh, the only support that I can really had is is just the love of my mother. And I can say, just I tell her all the, all the time, that alone was the biggest wealth that I've ever received in my life was just receiving that love from my mother growing up uh, because I think as anybody listening, especially if you're a parent, the biggest gift you, you can give to your kids is really not, let's say the money, the gifts that you can give them. It's really the time and even if you don't have a lot of time, like my mother didn't have a lot of time with me uh, also growing up, but any time that she had with me, it was very present, it was very loving and that's what allowed me really to, to become a successful entrepreneur, you can say. It is really that love and caring in that even little amount of
0: time. Uh, Alex, one of the things that you know, I didn't know you did do the five-minute journal when uh, I started using it. And and it was passed around by probably some of the mutual friends that we have. And, and they were raving about it. And I started doing it. And you were one of the first guys to get me to you know really uh, appreciate fully the gratitude and the power. I had always done it subconsciously. I, uh, just, you know, it's hard to be a... You know, an entrepreneur gets knocked down. You know, there's plenty of things to knock you down. You know, really, you don't even have to be an entrepreneur. Life, nobody gets out of life unscarred. And, but really creating that formal structure. And I knew it had to be somebody that had had some challenges and put some discipline in their life and just really took off. And, uh, you know, so thank you for that. We're going to show that and how you can get more information about that in a little bit. But, Alex, what I'd like to dive into, I mean, you... You know, I was sitting around the table. There's probably about 20 of us at uh, Jason's mastermind talk, and there, uh, your your wife <laughs> and you were presenting and just sharing, you know, a little on YouTube how you do it, and 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 it was kind of like you know. Uh, everybody's leaning in notes are being taken like crazy uh i i asked if i could record it wasn't a great quality recording but i did transcribe it and i went through and got there were a lot of pearls of wisdom and maybe you know before we go into kind of your four overview kind of you know drivers of success you know just describe a little bit of the business that you're doing and then then i want to talk about OK, because what we want, nobody. You know, it's unlikely any of the entrepreneurs are competing with you here. And even if they are, you know, you, you, you're doing what you're doing. But there's so many lessons um, across every business. I mean, I, my primary business is coaching top financial advisors. And I just got so many insights out of that. Um, so describe the business, because I'm not sure I would do it justice.
1: Sure, yeah. So we run multiple businesses. Um, I guess the first one and uh, the first true success was Luxy Hair. And that business was started and co-founder of my wife Mimi and her sister Layla. Uh, we started that in 2010. And that was really prior to everything really catching on. Meaning, Twitter and Facebook, um, let's say, or YouTube wasn't as high profile as it is now even it's, it's, it's growing it's, there's still so much room to grow really it's just the beginning even five years from that day um and what what happened was i was previously to that i was i was really just astounded by um just the power of social media and i was actually laid off fired from, my. I used to be in banking and I actually want to be in finance and uh, become the whole investment banking route. That didn't really happen for me. That's a whole different
0: story. But I was, have plenty of financial guys that want to be in your space. So, you know. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so but, but, I can, but I can just tell anybody listening, um, I wanted to become, you know, either director in a bank or investment banker, advisor, anything financial. I love finance. And however, Being fired was one of the greatest things that happened to me Uh, because a lot of times, you know, I always had that entrepreneurial drive. But a lot of us, you know, we don't want to burn the bridges and to really risk that. I and in that time, somebody did it for me. You know, somebody fired me. It was once again my outlook uh, seeing it was like it was like the the greatest thing that. Of course, it was it was very painful at the moment, but looking back, that was the greatest thing that happened. And that's when really I started rethinking. Okay what else is happening now because my realization then was i never want to work for a corporation again because um, i understood that it's just i'm just a number at that place it's not really about they don't really look at as at that banking institution I was where wh- uh, who is the actual uh, why did this happen let's say or how can what's the kind of how can we actually make this person and use all their talents and stuff like that but what I'm trying to say is I then started getting curious about social media and this power of it. I was then I tried to become a social media consultant and I was actually a failed social media consultant because back then nobody, everyone was looking at like social media consultants like snake oil salesmen. You guys don't know nothing. Like, what are you guys talking about? So social media is a joke. And I wasn't really be able to sell my services. And, and
0: unfortunately I, so many social media people thought because they have a LinkedIn profile a Facebook account. Yeah. You know they were social media consultants, and that's where you know. It, it, and even today, there's a lot of social media consultants People. who don't deliver much value.
1: I guess, but I, but I, for me, I decided. You know what? If if you guys don't trust me, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go out and do it myself to show that these things actually work, and that's what we did. We started Luxy Hair. It was just a my wife just came to me and she complained about uh, we're getting married and she complained to me she bought these hair extensions for the wedding, clipping hair extensions and she's like, they're crap. What She just complained to her sister. I was just in the room and I just, just saw her kind of just communicate her frustration to her sister and then right away the spark came off and then she, I, I asked, I was curious, I asked what's the product because I knew nothing about hair extensions, how did you find out about it? What do you, and just ask more questions. And then she told me, well, you know, these are crap. However, there's there's these girls on YouTube who talk about products and show kind of different ways, to style or whatever. And and in the UK, that's where it was more kind of the industry was a lot more ahead. However, there was nobody in the U.S. truly delivering the product that was not in the market, which was more hair, more volume for a really good price. It wasn't, nobody was really doing in the U.S. It had to be shipped over from the U.K., and when we actually uh, ordered ourselves, it it still wasn't up to the quality that we wanted to be. And that's where we saw the opportunity. So the first business was, it's a beauty business, e-commerce business, LuxyHair.com, which sells clip-in hair extensions for women. And the way that we grew that business was with Mimi and her sister Layla to create video tutorials once a week on our YouTube channel. And that grew to be one of the biggest hair channels on YouTube. I think we're now over two and a half million subscribers, over a quarter of a billion views, um, and the the whole how-to content that we created will it be is how to create a braid or how to create uh, a Kim Kardashian-inspired hairstyle, whatever it may be, or Victoria's Secret Angels
0: hairstyle. Um, no, I, and I actually, you know, with yeah. my hair, I have looked at it, <laughs> right, <laughs> and yeah. it, and it's I didn't buy any extensions. I didn't think I had enough to tie anything in, but. You know it's just alex it was it's so amazing that you know it's a very much an educational one it's not a pitch fest or anything like that and you know to have as many subscribers uh that you have i mean and and the sales that come out of it it's just you know i i think that's one of the things that you know really guys i I just turned 60 uh you know we look at that and we just it doesn't seem possible and uh you know and that's really why i wanted to have you on today because it's possible in every segment i mean it's you know the audience is it's not all young women that are about ready to have a wedding that watch youtube it's everybody type thing. Oh, every
1: everybody and actually i believe I, I recall these statistics but one of the gro- biggest growing just demographic especially on youtube is people over 60 right so it's and it's and really we talked with you about this earlier just before we we're recording this but I really recommend everybody um, to be out on some and creating some sort of content and building their own personal brand whether that is creating a podcast like you're doing right here or creating YouTube content with YouTube videos or you can be even vlogging right on YouTube which we can talk about as well or uh, blogging whatever it may be but it really, um, the most important thing is to understand, and I can get into it when we get into the little formula that I well, have. Let's,
0: let's dive into yeah. the formula, Alex. Sure. I mean, yeah. yeah. You have a four-part formula that is one of those things that's blindingly obvious only after the fact <laughs> type thing, and the it's market serious. has yeah. And the market has responded. What I'd like to do is have you give the you know, your four parts of the formula, and then let's go through each time and talk about what you're doing in your businesses to ensure that component and then also what other your fellow entrepreneurs who are either watching or listening to this what they can do to, to accomplish that so what are these uh, four um not secret formula but really powerful formula component well, it's all it's all very
1: simple and the same thing like you'll say even with the five-minute journal most people when they look at the five-minute journal like this is so simple how do i not think of this Right, yeah. I was like, well, that's like that's it's all in the simplicity. Um, so with the formula, you know what happened? Just a little backstory to it. It probably took two to three years for me to start kind of pause and say, what's going on? Because then we were, you know, we were making, we have over let say a million subscribers, we have millions of views, millions of dollars, and we're like, okay. I know. Then there's one of my other things. I know I'm not special right? One of my biggest things is that I don't think I have some sort of talent or I'm like uh, anything. I'm, but I'm honestly just an average guy who just observes different things and just uses it. So then I also started observing. saying, what, what is it that made, let's say, that YouTube channel, Lexi Hair, successful? And what makes other, let's say, YouTube channels successful? Or what just, what makes any content creators out there successful? What is it? What do we, what do, we do as content creators that allowed us to really jump out out of millions of people who are trying to create content because we're really like in a top 1%, right? Um, so then I, I said, okay, I kind of broke it down. Like I knew, I know what this is. So the formula is QVCA. So the first one, and it's actually inspired off uh, the way I rearranged the letters is that it's actually inspired off QVC because QVC is the largest shopping network in the world and they make billions of dollars. However... When I look at QVC, I think it's a dying model. I think it's – I can't relate to QVC. I'll never buy anything on QVC myself. And I think the new generation that's coming up right now is more uh, – they they like to be approached in a different way. In in the way that we, for example, approach our audience. Like you said, it's not salesy. We don't have – there's two easy payments with 19.99. Uh, there's 20 minutes counting down, there's none of that stuff. There's, we don't even say buy in our videos. So you probably can watch all of our videos you we've never said buy, <laughs> which is uh, pretty incredible. So the first one, so the form is called QVCA, new way of selling without selling. So the first letter is Q, quality. And why I put quality first is that a lot of people actually, when I talk about quality, I actually want to make the emphasis on a lot of people don't start. Because they think they need to have this overproduction. They need to have these two cameras. What they see on TV is what they should be producing and creating. And they're like, I don't have money for that. I, I don't have these professional things. I don't have this professional editing software. And they don't start. But the reality is, what would be on YouTube? You actually, the more you overproduce your videos, if you do stuff like QVC on YouTube, it won't work. And there's millions, and there's honestly companies that are spending millions of dollars on this higher produced content and it's not working on YouTube, right? What's working on YouTube is actually quality that is not too high, but also not too low, right? It's kind of right there in the middle. And there's a lot of equipment that you can buy for under sometimes 500 bucks, even a thousand bucks, where you can get a really nice setup that will allow you to really produce videos that really speak well and resonate with the audience on YouTube. So with the quality, it's very important that the quality is actually not overproduced, that it's actually real because YouTube is all about you and uh, it's kind of getting a glimpse into that realness because on TV before, you know, people would kind of ignore whoever person is watching. So for example, right now if you're watching this, you'll see that I'm speaking directly to you, right? It's not, you know, me and John talking to each other and ignoring the audience and we're actually breaking that kind of paradigm. And, uh, and speaking directly to you who's either watching or listening. Because that's where we really, really re- re- want to resonate to. It's not just a conversation between us, but it's just a, it's, it's, it's a, in a way of communicating with the people, together with the people. But with quality, what I want to mention, of course, the quality of the content still has to be high. Which translates to the next point, which is the value. So first one's quality, second is the value. Value, and when I talk about your, your content, has to be has to still be quality that it provides value to people. And a lot of people, what you know, a lot of what the corporations, organizations, or just individuals, where they get it wrong is they start, let's say, podcasts or they start a YouTube channel because they want to get something out of it. And I get it, right? When we started our business, we wanted our business to grow. We wanted to make money. However, you know, uh, being able to in that early generation of you know, kind of social media, I was, I really listened closely to people, for example, like Seth Godin and people like Gary Vaynerchuk starting out where they really preached about the importance of giving value and not expecting anything back. Doing things unconditionally because a lot of people, they'll start, they'll be like I'll do five videos and I'm like, oh, no, it's not working, okay, bye and they leave. And there's, but the most important thing, there's that body language of you kind of trying to get something, you know what I mean? It's like, the thing is, even me doing this podcast, I have no like, uh, financial interest. I'm really here to deliver value. And in, in everything that we've really done, whether you, any of our YouTube channels or our YouTube videos, even our products, um, our, our whole mission is really how can we deliver more value to people. So when, even when we're reorganizing our website or doing something else, we're always thinking how can we provide more value in a way that will help the other person. Yeah. And the, but the major point about a value that I really want to kind of say is that it's all about in a way of reciprocity. Well, that's,
0: that's what I was going to talk yeah. about, Alex, because, you know, a law of reciprocity. I just love because it really, am, you know, much of the marketing that I learned, it was, you know, really very early on. I mean, before all this stuff that we're talking about is, yeah. you know, just it, it was the, you know, the classic push marketing. You're you're, you're yeah. really selling and there were limited opportunities to get things and you know the internet has become the greatest facilitator in the world i mean if you want a hair extension you can google and you're going to end up on your youtube channel you're going to listen and with all this value you know you're going to go to mimi and say you know jeez i'm going to buy it from her or i could you know why would i drive somewhere type thing and and it's and i think so often we in business forget that we kind of like oh we got to have this whole funnel we got to have everything boom 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 and creating this value and you guys have done that and and you know i'm going to go back to the q too is yeah we're we're doing a podcast here you're in london i'm in silicon valley we're doing it over skype it's free yeah, I've got a cam corner, a, camcorder, a you know, nice mic, a few other things, switching gear, maybe $2,500 worth of stuff. I mean, and that, that would be an expensive studio for yeah. a lot. Yeah, you, know, you could do it for about 500 bucks and, yeah. and the value you can get out there and have people, you know, really that now all of a sudden you're pulling them to you and they want to be part of your group. And that reciprocity is just so powerful. And you guys have done it so well. Exactly,
1: but it's really the most important piece is still, it has to come genuine, right, which we'll all get to that point as well. But so the first one is quality, value, and just on that, finishing on that value piece, so the way we did it, we produced these hair tutorials online, and our videos were not a sales pitch, right? If you watch our videos, they were just showing people how to create different hairstyles. Meaning, if you have really long hair and you don't need our product, you will still get value from our videos. And what happens many times is, even if they don't need our product, however, because we have helped them, when they have a friend who's asking, say, hey, I'm getting married and I'm looking for hair essential, they'll say, oh, I know, check out Mimi. Um, I watch their videos. They're really, like, just great people. They help, and they have this business. And really, it's it's the kind of the value and the story that we provide that has really driven our business throughout the years. So it's it's pretty incredible. So that's value. However, um, what I want going to the next points, you can have quality, you can have value, but if you're not doing this third thing, you might as well do anything. And what and that third thing is consistency, right? Because a lot of content creators they start, but they're not consistent. And what do I, I mean by that, they they. Like I said earlier, they'll just do like five videos and they'll stop. Or they'll do like videos randomly. Let's say they'll do one, maybe once a month or on like every two, three, four, six weeks, eight weeks, maybe five months, right? How, but what we have to understand is that people have already, you know, big media has already spent trillions of dollars probably on training people to expect what's coming next. So when we're all growing up, let's say for me, I knew what time The Simpsons was on <laughs> when I was growing up because and I was expecting, I'm like, oh, I'm so looking forward to The Simpsons on Sunday night or whatever it may be. And so the same thing with people. When you create content, you, know, you want to you create a certain consistent pattern. For some people, it can be daily. And you're like, I create daily content. If you're that ambitious, and if you can do it, awesome. There's daily vloggers that are super popular and successful or at the very least this is what i recommend for most people is just doing for example one video or one podcast or one blog post a week so weekly content and weekly content especially if you have it on a, if a certain date so say you you say you're like hey uh at the end of the video say hey thank you guys for watching uh, i'm looking forward to seeing you guys next wednesday i create videos every week and you let people know and say subscribe for more content now now there's a reason for them to subscribe And they know that, hey, there's going to be more content coming up. And the same thing, for example, if they even, let's say, the reason I said it, if you even created amazing quality, valuable video, and they go on your channel or your podcast, whatever it may be, and then they see that the last time you created something was a year ago, would you subscribe to that person? No, because you know that (laughs) there's no certainty when the next content is coming out. And so that's about consistency. But the thing about I want to add about consistency, it's also about creating consistent content with a consistent message. Meaning, for our business, and this is really important for businesses, if you're, for example, a financial advisor, then your videos should be about finance. It should be about helping people with those, just their finances, let's say, and it should be tailored towards that. That's what we did with, for example, we were one of the first channels who just focused on hair. Because before there was beauty, we'll I'll say these YouTubers who would create makeup routines, uh, what to wear in a day, all that stuff. However, it's really when we drill down and we just do one thing, we became known for something. We were the hair experts all of a sudden, right? And this is just an important point for people starting out is that you want to have consistent content that comes out consistently but also consistent message. And you may say, you know, right now we're also seeing the rise of, for example, of vlogging and personal branding that's a little different that's where you can I also if you check out my channel it's all over the place right now however I still have a consistent message which is to still overall to help for example young people starting out whether it be they want to start a business or how to be successful because I always drop tips on just how to live a better life and, and be more successful daily in my videos so that content is different the new emerging content of vlogging, and you can look into that. Um, there's some uh, things that you can check out and recommend. However, um, but that's more a personal brand. However, if you want to build a business and you want to build content around your business, it's very valuable once it's consistent because it will allow you to better convert
0: people because you become known for something. So that's quality value. Go, Alex, yeah, let and, me I do consistent just for a second, yeah. too, because... I've found, you know, you, you know, I'll start a project and it was really tempting to do a few videos and it's, you're done uh, yeah. and you've now done it. And where it really came, and I mean, I'm now doing in the financial advisor community, we're doing 100 webinars a year uh, and it, it's generating an awful lot you know, i'm doing the aes podcast just started a financial advisor one and what i love is particularly in the podcast the videos that we're putting out the distribution that we can have and that they're evergreen that they can stay there forever oh, okay. and you know you know and somebody doesn't if they didn't hear your first youtube uh post uh they you know, they can come three years later and they'll find one they like and a lot of times they'll go back and start listening and you know all of a sudden they're now part of your community and you know there's just no other media that we could do to have something like that that would be that cost effective. Oh, I highly and this is another tip
1: for, for anybody listening is you wanna create evergreen content. So the best way to start is really look for what people are already looking for. So that's what we did at the beginning as well. We would look for, okay. It'll say back then it was reviews were really popular. So our first video ever was a review of a really popular product back then, which was, let's say, a, a hair straightener. Or let's say Kim Kardashian was really popular uh, at one point. And then that's why it, the girls created videos on how to create a certain Kim Kardashian look because people are looking for it. And you can also create content that, for example, that is not only current at the moment, you can also create content that has like even more evergreen. So let's say how to create a certain braid. Everyone forever will always be looking how to create a certain hairstyle or a certain braid. It's the same thing for example in finance. Everyone is always gonna be looking for ways to invest their money in in a certain strategy. That's what people will just look for. So but going to the last point, and this is honestly, you can have quality, you can have value, you can have consistency. But this last piece is the most important. And the last piece is authenticity. And this is really we're in this age right now. This is where this is why YouTube is, more, is becoming even more popular than television. This is why so many people are now making this regular content, right? More and more people are gravitating towards this kind of new content. And why are they doing it? Whether it be your, say, podcast production or anybody else, like why choose that over a professional medium? Well, people choose that because they're sick and tired of puppets in a way. They want to connect to real people. And that's why YouTube, like I said, is all about you. If you're able to really show your real self as a person, as you are, and show maybe even your flaws, leave out some bloopers or whatever it may be, and, and it will really help people to connect with you because, well, like you said, the internet now is really this platform where people, it's like, it's, it's going back to, to it's, it's nothing new really. It's actually just going back to the humanness of people and who we really are. And that's what I mean by authenticity. Authenticity is how can you really display and show, and even this is a journey that you will really be on, is display the real you. And that's what we were talking about earlier about, you know, maybe you. Some people think, oh, I'm too old to go on and create vlogs, maybe, even, or I'm too old to create YouTube videos or whatever. Maybe you're not, because people will be able to better connect with you because they'll say you're their age and you've gone through the same difficulties and if you can be authentic enough to share your experiences and let's say maybe even your hardships in in the content that you create and let other people connect with you in that way, then a guy like me will never be able to connect with a certain type of people just because I'm not exactly like them. And I was recently at, I think last year with an event with Seb Godin in New York and he always said like, there's a whole thing like people like us, and what I mean by that is people still want gravitate towards people that are similar to them, and what I mean is like we have a friend in Toronto, Carmen. She's an Asian ag- woman, and she says, you know what? I, the, when I pick out my hair color, I look out for the Asian uh, one. I don't look for the white girls. And what I mean by that is right. And why to me it was it was mind blowing. It was insightful. You can say whatever you want, but people still want to have content that are people that are similar to them. Meaning, whatever as you are, certain views that you may have about finance, politics, about society, about anything you have, people will gravitate towards you because you're like them. And in a a world of 7 billion people, this is an incredible opportunity that we can be able to really connect to a lot of people that are similar to us. And it also leaves opportunity for us to also connect to all humankind around the world. Although there is that kind of hyper niche that you may have and that you allow you to connect, at the same time, authenticity of just you showing your humanness through the camera, whether it is about being vulnerable sometimes or whatever it may be, it connects to everybody. So, so that's kind of uh, with the authenticity piece and how I just want to finish it off with it's just really, really people really go to YouTube for. At the end of the day, it's connection. It's not even content or even they want to feel connected to somebody else because there's just
0: not a. Lot, we need. We want to show. We want to see more genuine people there, out there, there. I mean, there's so much value in that, and, and you know the. We talk about the power of storytelling. It's all about authenticity. We want to work with real people. I mean, we're, most of us are so alienated in the world and we have a missed opportunity, you know, and, and so many successful entrepreneurs want to be, you know, just so polished and everything perfect and script and so on. And when you look at the, some of the most successful, uh, as a matter of fact, the very first videos we did you know, I had a video editor and they're slicing it up and all this and so on. And I said, no, stop doing that. As a matter of fact, I don't we don't edit any of our videos now. And, yeah. you know, unless there's some major part. And the, the reason for that is, you know, we're real people. I mean, you know, if you want somebody that's an anchor person that can read a teleprompter, that's great. But that's not what we want to work with. Now, Alex, let me do a switch here. I want to go to this segment on resources and I got to tell you, you've got a lot of resources that I want to point out to the entrepreneurs. Let me, let me put up on screen uh, the five minute journal. This is uh, uh, one of my favorite tools out there, and it's it's actually uh, you know a great gift for any time of year uh, to share this. Uh, Alex, uh, t- tell us a little bit about what this is and uh, how it comes together. You know how uh, you know where people could use it. Sure. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if you're showing the website right now. We might be sold out right now. It says I'm <laughs> back order, uh, but, yeah, so you know, and right this now. is an evergreen one. So go to the website, five minutejournal.com. We'll have all the links at AES Nation and how to get all this stuff and so on that Alex and I are talking about.
1: Yeah, sure. But yeah, so it's been it's really a tremendous product in a way. Just it has grown organically. And like you said, mostly people through gifting it to to family members and it's really a, you know, just a thoughtful gift. Um, The way it really started was uh, I co-founded it with my friend UJ Ramdas and of course with Mimi's help, my wife is a partner in every way so on every project she helps us out. Um, And the way it started was, you know, growing up like you. I practice gratitude in my mind, meaning I train myself to, as soon as I wake up, to think of the thing, things I'm grateful for. Or I'll be in the shower and doing this. And it's really, I train myself to do this. And I can really say that a lot of the things that have transpired and have created in my life is because of that. It's because of the sort of mindset that I instilled. And also when I started also, you know, dating my wife, I realized that there's a lot of negative messages that people have received in their life, whether it be through media or through their parents or whatever it is, there's always this things that are sent to us in our minds and a lot of times they're negative. And people have a lot of negative self talk. And me and UJ really thought, how can we create something that can help people reestablish and create a new mind. And that's why we really call the Five Journal kind of the toothbrush for your mind, right? You, what happens when you don't brush your teeth every day? Well, right, they rot. Like you'll get cavities and things won't be pretty. Well, the same thing will happen, people don't understand that the same thing happens to your mind if you don't do the work daily to brush it, right? So there's a great Zig Ziglar quote says, you know, some people, some people say motivation is the last. So does not bathing. That's why we do it daily, right? And, and it's the same kind of attitude. This is why five-minute Journal is a thing you do in the morning and at night. Um, in the morning, you have three questions, which are I'm grateful for, dot, dot, dot. Three, things you list, just the things you're grateful for. Then two, what would make today great? In this part, once again, you train your mind to, to already kind of say, okay, what are the things that I will do that will make today great? And you look forward to the day. And all of this is kind of put together with, you know, we studied a lot of books on positive positive psychology and really want to create, put these things that will enable you to train your mind. And the reason I, I, I say this is because there's a lot of books out there. What we noticed was, it's great, there's a lot of books that tell you what to do, how to be happy, but there's no really kind of a guide a thing that you can actually do to actually implement those things that people recommend in those positive psychology books things like journaling things like gratitude things like looking forward to your day or the third thing in the morning part things like your daily affirmation right so reaffirm of a certain who you want to be let's say in your life you can say i'm the greatest stockbroker of all time I don't, i'm not sure <laughs> whatever it may be for finance related people and at night this is i'll say the best portion really and if even if you just do it, just even this night portion, you even need the journal, you can even do it yourself with your partner or yourself, is list three amazing things that happened today. And this is, like, honestly, just this question alone is such a game changer because a lot of times people finish their day and they just think of all the negative stuff that happened and they just, like, even if they say they're, they talk to their partner and they'll be like, oh, how's your day, honey? And then they'll get into the, all the bad stuff. But why do we do this? So it's important to retrain your mind. So that question, three amazing things that happened today, forces you to, actually, even if your day was bad, it forces you to still look for the good in that day because I promise there's still something good you can see in the day, whether it be there's a sun that was shining or, or it started raining in California <laughs> or whatever it may be um, that positively affected your day. And then the last one is how could I make today better? So really this format, you can do yourself, you don't even need the journal. Uh, and so we have it all on our website as well. But it's overall, it's a, it's a technique for people to do um, to create a new mindset.
0: Yeah, Alex, we're running out of a little time, but I want to just do a quick one on the yeah. productivity planner, too, because you sure. just launched that at the time of yeah. this recording. And so, yeah, you know, I mean, the five minute journal I love, you know, there is no entrepreneur that shouldn't at least have it. Uh, you know, and you go well. These I can do this on my own. Yeah, it just gives you the framework, and it's just a perfect tool for that. And you can do it on your own, but get the book to see how they've laid it out. And 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 I love really, you know, at the end of the day, just doing. You know, the, I have very big on the morning and the end of the day those two things. It's just. Yeah, you know, how life is so grand. I mean, it's just so grand. But what about this productivity? You know, now that we've got such a great life, we're going we're gonna to make it even better. What's the productivity uh, uh, planner? Yeah, well, look, quickly, productivity planner, we had a Kickstarter, it was really
1: successful, and uh, we're launching the product later on this month, so we'll be shipping out. Um, the productivity planner is really all about how do you structure your day to actually get things done? Meaning, this is... Um, you know, It's all good about 5-Minute Journal. It really helps you to set your mindset. But as we all know, it's not just about thinking positive. It's all about what are your daily actions, right? What are you actually doing to uh, create these things real in your life? So with the Productivity Planner, it, we really just simplified it. Uh, you know, UJ and I, we, he introduced me to the Pomodoro Technique. And the Pomodoro Technique quickly is just working 25 increments of time. Right. Instead of because a lot of times right now we're multitasking, we're trying to do all the things at once. But in reality, your mind is not made to work on many things at once. It is made to do one thing. And with the help of the Pomodoro technique, you kind of just set a timer for twenty-five minutes and just focus on doing one thing at a time. And what we did was we married that technique with um, uh, what the Ivy League method. And uh, if for those of you don't know, the Ivy League method was introduced, um, you know, back in the day. To Charles Schwab, uh, not the finance guy, but, uh, <laughs> but the steel guy of Bethlehem Steel. And he hired Ivy Lee to say, How do I make my employees more productive? And he said, Okay, I'm gonna give you a method, you, you put it to use, and you pay me whatever you think it's worth after you put it into practice. And all he told them to do is give your people a maximum of three to five tasks a day with the most important task being first, and only you only move to the task, second task, after you have done the most important task first, right? And that's it, that's the Ivy Lee method. Charles Schwab then gave uh, Ivy Lee, I think, I believe it was $25,000 at that time, equivalent now of over $200,000, $270,000, just for like 25 minutes. I think it was written on one
0: piece of paper too, and, and
1: that was a lot of money back then. Exactly, but it was because it was so helpful, and it, it allowed Charles Schwab to become one of the richest people in the world, really. So, but we kind of married those two—the Ivy League method and doing the Pomodoro technique—into one, and we created, you know, our whole thing with that company, Intelligent Change, which produces the Five Minute Journal and Productivity Planner. Our whole mission really is to simplify products. And to make them so that you really wanna do it. Because all these things you can do by yourself, whether it be the 500 Journal or the Productivity Planner, you can start and implement these today by yourself. You don't need to buy anything. The only reason we do what we do is because I'm a very aesthetic guy, right? What I mean by that is I like things in pretty packages that are well made. And I personally design 500 Journal and, and the Productivity Planner
0: in a way that honestly, I create these products for myself. <laughs> it, just, it just honestly, and, and it? It, it does show, Alex. I'm the productivity planner because I'm a pretty organized guy. I looked at it and I go, "I don't really need this." And then I, doubt you had it on the Kickstarter that you could download it or Jason's thing. Yeah. And I looked at it and I go, "Oh, I gotta order a bunch of these because they're so damn nice looking." <laughs> exactly, and it's just, and it's a good way to just introduce yourself to these concepts. Yeah, I think it's a great way to get started. Let me bring it all together in the last segment. And, and Alex, I really do appreciate you being here with us. And because for you know, these are the key takeaways, and I, I might just go and repeat the four big drivers of success that Alex talked about quality and everything you do, you, you want to have you know, great quality. In it, but, you know, particularly in the Internet, you know, not overproduce. You don't need to do Super Bowl ads, for instance, you know, you, the, the technology today uh, it's just it's relatively inexpensive, it's, but it's, you know, that quality that is whatever is right for your audience. Value, you know, this is the law of reciprocity. We're going to, as capital markets, we know as entrepreneurs delivering more value, we get great returns by delivering value to others. And, you know, sometimes we want to have it on every transaction. You don't need that. Consistency. This is the Internet is a vast world. I don't know how many pages are out there. You know, people, seven billion people in the world. I believe there's somewhere around three and a half billion using the Internet now. It's growing. You know, everything's growing. The opportunity, whatever your segment is, to consistently reach them. I can't think of a better way of doing it. And then authenticity. uh, This is the you know, the power of your personal story, your persona, you know, people are alienated. We want to connect. Alex, this has been phenomenal. I want to thank you sincerely. Uh, Wish you and your wife, uh, you know, continued success in everything you're doing. And and to all our entrepreneurs, let's go out and execute on this. You can get all the links that Alex and I talked about, AES Nation, and I'm expecting, Alex, for them to be much more full of gratitude, recognize how great their lives are, and become extremely productive the next 12 months. So thank you again. Exceptional, remarkable breakthrough. AESNation.com.